Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Thank you for joining us. We'll be the most important person here because without you, we cannot teach. We learn so we can teach, and we teach so we can learn. Come on over and join us on Facebook if you're there. Uh, we are Grace Teaching there as well, and we are called Grace Teaching Ministry, and that's Brad and Pat. And we just thank you that you're, uh, that you're here today and listening with us. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about... Uh, a topic that's uh, discussed, and uh, you know, there's a little bit of confusion in the body of Christ uh, uh, on this topic, and so we want to kind of talk about that. And it's uh, it's called uh, "What Does Falling from Grace Mean?" And so let's jump right in, shall we? First of all, the greatest deception, I believe personally, in the body of Christ, is to try to get something or attain something that you already have, okay? So when you do this, you will lose what you already have. Let me give you a little example. I'll give you a physical example of a spiritual truth here. I was, uh, I woke up a little late one day and I had to be to work and I was just, friend, you know, I, I have a hard time with, when I was young, we didn't have a little hook to, to put our keys on. <clears throat> so I never really got in the habit of putting my keys on a hook, you know, like most people do. We do that now. But when I was young, we never had a hook for our keys. Our keys, we just, we would set them down or put them in our pocket. And, you know, there was just really no place for keys. We never was taught to just put our keys in a certain place. And uh, my dad used to say, your keys are either in your pocket or in your hand, or in your ignition in your car. But we never had a hook. And so, you know, as I grew up, what, I, what happened with me is I would just, and still do this on occasion, is I, I just leave my keys laying on the counter or, uh, you know, in my pocket that I wore in the clothes that I wore the day before. And anyway, I don't want to drag this on, but I do want to paint a picture of what it is to have something and trying to get it, and trying to get something you already have. And uh, on this particular morning, I was just running, pacing back and forth in the apartment, and and I was looking for my keys, you know, because I was like, okay, I got to be to work. I'm looking at my watch. I have to be to work in like, uh, you know, 15 minutes. And so here I am, and I'm still looking for my keys all over the apartment in pockets and clothes that I might have been wearing the day before, and, and I don't find them anywhere. And, I, and it's all of a sudden, 10 minutes have gone by, and I've got five minutes to get to work. And, and at this very time, I remember someone once saying, you know, if you ever have a question and you're confused and you're just kind of, you don't remember where you put something and you want to remember where you put it, just stop and ask the Lord. And that's what I did. I remember stopping, and I says, okay, I'm going to stop searching for these keys. Lord, would you show me what I did with those keys so I can get to work? I don't want to be late, but it looks like I'm going to be late now. And, and this is a true story. This actually happened. I took my right hand as I was calm, and I reached down in my pocket. And do you know what I found? 
my keys. I had them the whole time. <laughs> That's right. I had them the whole time. So here I am looking frantically for something I already have. Doesn't that sound like a lot of us? You know, if, if I had this person in my life, you know, a lot of times we say this, you know, if I had this particular person in my life, if I was married to this particular person, then my unconditional love and acceptance needs would be met because I'm not getting them in my life by other people. Do you know what I mean? And, and if you're in Christ, let me tell you something. These needs for love and acceptance are already there. They're spiritual. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But the greatest deception is the mind says that it's a physical. It's a physical need, and it has to be pulled in from this particular person. But the reality is it's spiritual, and it's already met. You see, Galatians 5.4 is going to tell us this. So when it comes to this topic, what does falling from grace mean? Galatians 5.4 is a great verse. For if you're trying to make yourself right with God by keeping the law, you know, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. So some translations say if you're trying to get yourself justified through the law, uh, then you have been severed from Christ. So severed and cut off means the same thing. It doesn't mean that you're not one spirit with him anymore. Because if you're in Christ, whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So what it means, severed or cut off, it just means that you've decided to go back to your own righteousness, your self-righteousness, see? And you left God's righteousness, you see? You're living a self-righteous, self-life, a human effort. You're living from human effort and not from God's righteousness, okay? And so that's all it means. And so, so the Greek word uh, for severed or cut off means, uh, <clears throat> it actually means to be rendered entirely idle or useless. And so imagine having the power and the life and the light of Christ, but you've decided not to operate in that. You've decided to come on over here and live from your own light, your own righteousness, self-righteousness, and your own strength, and you've left his strength, you see. You see. So you're basically saying, you know, Christ's righteousness is useless, his life, his power is useless. I'm going to just operate on, in my power and my strength and my life, my human effort, you see. So you're basically making him useless to you, even though you have it. You have him, but you're deciding to reject him, okay? And so, and, and, uh, so cut off from Christ, it actually means you're still one spirit with him. It's just that you're op operating in your own self-righteousness, human effort, okay? So I wanted to make that clear. So falling from grace, falling from grace is having all of your spiritual needs met, but you forget that they're met. And so what happens is a person, you're sitting across the table from a person and like me, and uh, I was like this, and I used to, you know, I was in Christ and I was in a counseling session, and I, uh, I told a counselor there, I said, you know, I'm, I'm single. 
And so my unconditional love needs are not met. I need to be married. And so my problem is I keep, uh, you know, the enemy keeps persuading, enticing, and tempting me. And he, you know, he shows me these people. uh, And I think, you know, well, okay, there's my unconditional love and acceptance needs. If I just had this person in my life, if I was just married to this person, then my unconditional love and acceptance needs would be met. I, I told the counselor. And he says, Brad... Let me, let me give you a little uh, history lesson or a little uh, lesson here on this. I'm married. I've been married for 20, 30 years, he told me. And he said, uh, you know, he, I don't remember exactly how long he said he was married, but it was over 20 years. And he said this. He says, my wife has never loved me unconditionally. You know, people cannot bring that. People are conditional. And people love us too much to let us stay the way we are. And so you're going to get conditions from your spouse. I get conditions from my spouse all the time. And I looked at him in disbelief. I'm like, really? I would have never guessed that. You know, because they looked like the perfect couple on Sunday, you know. But it wasn't true. There was a lot of conditions in that marriage. And, uh, you know, he wasn't probably the easiest person to live with. He was kind of tough, you know. And so... What he taught me there was that the needs for love and acceptance and security and assurance, these spiritual needs are met in Christ, and you already have them. He says the need for love, unconditional love and acceptance is is you already have that. You just don't know it. You have fallen away from God's grace. You see? Imagine that. Imagine trying to find something you already have. You see? And that's, that's the reality of it. Ephesians 1.3 tells us this, and I'll close it with this. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, past tense, blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Be encouraged. Thank you for joining us. This has been, what does it mean, falling from grace? Uh, if you've missed the first part of this, go back and check it out. It's very interesting and uh, very helpful if you're uh, ever wondering, ever curious about what that means. Thank you. God bless.